0: with the star for The Good Nurse, Golden Globe nominee, Eddie Redmayne. Hey. <laughs> What's going on?
1: Just, you know, work's been pretty awful without you
0: there. You and I were partners. Yeah, I don't want to talk about work. Is it because what they're saying is true? So. The girls, they're oh, really
1: good, but I'm working a lot. You still owe me for last Friday, but it can wait really. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Nurse Fifty. Sorry about Thank that. Thank you. Love
0: you guys. Nurse Lachran, this is Officer Braun. Do you remember Anna Martinez? Here she go. Yeah, her dad's... it was sudden. Mind taking a look at this? Huh. The insulin in her system, it's a double
1: medication error, which is really rare.
0: We understand that you work with a Charlie Cullen. Could he be involved in this?
1: She's their lovebirds. I cannot get over how cute your Vanessa is.
0: Who's Vanessa? Oh, my God. There's insulin in her system. Number oh, one, three. Four. Nine hospitals. Nine.
2: Oh, what do you mean? No, the hospital would have
1: done something. You would think so. so. Yeah. Do you remember working with someone named Charlie
0: colin Yeah. There was a rumor about him. They found insulin in a dead guy's saline bag.
1: Tom, sit. How
0: are you being weird, Mom? He's be killing people without ever touching them. He's going to get a new job, and it's all going to continue. I hope you guys can hear me. He's walking right now.
2: Alrighty, hello. My name is Emma Sassek, and I'm with Next Best Picture. Eddie, it's a pleasure to speak with you today.
1: How are you, Emma?
2: I'm doing just fine. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's a grisly <laughs> day in London. It's grizzly evening in London, but I'm well.
2: Evan, we're both wearing our nice sweaters, so I know. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> well, I am very excited to talk to you about this very chilling film and definitely very chilling character that you played. Um, I would really love to know your initial thoughts when you either learned about the story of Charles Cullen and knowing that this all very much happened. What was it like for you just diving into all of this?
1: Well, you know, I knew nothing about it until I read Christy Wilson-Cairns' script. And so it unraveled to me this story and this these characters in, in the same way that it did to an audience. And I was just so astonished. I didn't know where the film was going. I found it riveting that on the one hand it was the story of this heroic nurse Amy Loughran um on the other hand it was about this serial killer but it was also about the system that failed to stop him and how it took this individual against all the odds um to to sort of accomplish what the system had failed to do but it also was a character piece it was about friendship and about sort of love almost and and I love that it refused to be bracketed. And I then went, after having read it, went straight down a kind of Wikipedia hole. And, and to my astonishment, it was all completely true. And um, so it was, it was also, so it was really intriguing to me. It was also, it didn't feel like a, an exploitative or you know, fetishizing piece. It felt one that was, that, had, that needed, needed to be told to, 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 to bring to light the, the, the failings of these things.
2: And I love that you brought up the fact that it does go into the failings of this medical system. And I think for myself personally, the most chilling thing that was said and done in this was when um Amy's asking your character, you know, why did you do this? And your response was, nobody stopped me.
1: And it's true. I mean, I think that, you know, for many years, he said for many years he had wanted to be stopped. Um, there the scene that is one of the most important scenes for me is the scene when he's being fired. You know, and he was fired from nine hospitals or something. And most of those hospitals knew or had a great sense of what he was doing. And in that scene, in the playing of that scene with the brilliant Kim Dickens, it was, you know, she knew that I had done it. I knew that she knew that I had done it. I was giving her every opportunity to stop me. And she wasn't. He was challenging her to stop that, stop him, and she wouldn't do it. And 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 yet, what I love about the film is you see Kim Dickens' character, who's one of the sort of, I suppose, also another villain of the piece. But then you see her surrounded by a load of men in suits who are who are, who are pushing her for it. So it's this kind of. I hope there's a um, an ambiguity and a complexity to this that it's not as simple as you know, bad man does bad things.
2: Right. And, you know, we've seen so many of these films that have shown, you know, it's not always just down to one person, but it's like this whole system around them and the systems of power that have been in place where if you are put in that awkward spot to try to rectify and and change things. What happens to you? What happens to everybody else around you, even though it might be the right thing to do it's a tough decision to be in and tough spot it, to, have to. it is
1: a lot of these systems come from a good place like jess and i were sent to nursing school when making this and one of the things there's been a nursing history and i'd never realized that the architecture of hospitals and wards and all of that comes from the wars of like the late 19th century and like you know and and that, that idea that you know hospitals are brilliant and extraordinary things um but when when you lose when the systems become so big or or that or they are that the, the bottom line is the most important thing and the profit is is, is that the, the power of the individual is lost and we're all cogs. Um, and in our lives, we're all cogs in various machines, but that it um took a, you know a single mum with a severe heart condition, incredibly vulnerable human uh, human being to have the to have the courage to stop this person when the systems are failing is, is, is brilliant and, and extraordinary and also sort of unbelievable at the same time that, that it was this person at their, that this woman at her most vulnerable who was having to accomplish this.
2: It just adds to the line of how nurses, doctors, medical professionals, they've been these unsung heroes for so long during the COVID pandemic. Yeah. They were brought to the forefront. Here's another example of somebody who, is doing something extraordinary despite all the odds against them
1: and one of the reasons Charlie was able to get away with it was because there was during that period in the 90s it was you know that finding nurses was really hard yeah, yeah. and particularly those late night shifts that are and, and 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 Charlie on the one hand was a very good nurse he was always the first at changeover he would always and and he was quick at changeover so when you were finishing a shift you want him to take over because it meant you could leave quicker um he was fastidious and meticulous and and but but definitely through the nursing schoolness of it my respect for nursing has gone through the roof it the, the, what a polymath you have to be the fact that you have to be able to be brilliant at maths, brilliant at science <laughs> incredibly robust that's something i'd underestimated like being able to move bodies and then but then also have this emotional intelligence to be the the go-between the conduit between families when they're and, and patients that they're most vulnerable and doctors i can't believe how they do what they do
2: i don't know either Before you and I wrap up, I'd love to know also how you and Jessica really collaborated and tried to find the best way to tackle this subject and these two dueling stories throughout.
1: Do you know, it was so joyful. It was, we both had a director that we adored and that we intrinsically trusted. Um, He also, we had a wonderful writer who was in the room with us. And we, Tobias, our director, had insisted on to uh, a month's rehearsal which is so rare nowadays because that costs money and and that month was a bit of nursing school but also not standing up really and playing the scenes it was just really interrogating the scripts for the simple reason of all knowing that we were telling the same story and again that is something I found very rare on film sets so so once we started filming the thing it was now about Jess and I just getting to play with each other getting to jazz with each other getting to spar with each other and And she is one of the great actors. Um, And and I felt so privileged to get to to dance with her.
2: Well, you both are fantastic in this movie. I just want to thank you so very much for your time today. It was such a pleasure to speak with you, Eddie.
1: Lovely
0: chatting to you too.
2: Thank you. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Me too. See you later. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Emma Sassek's interview with one of the stars from The Good Nurse, Eddie Redmayne, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Eddie Redmayne is up for your consideration for Best Supporting Actor at this year's Academy Awards for his performance in Netflix's The Good Nurse. You have been listening to The Next Best Picture Podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us.
1: Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.